The free beer and hot wings show free clip of the day. There are some things science cannot get to the bottom of. These are things that uh, are everyday things that either we do or like a medicine we may take or something like that. That science knows it works. Mm -hmm. There's no debate about that. But there is uh, isn't necessarily an understanding of why it works. Okay, why this is a. Really unfortunate ad that has popped up right on top of this article. Oh, I'm trying to get it. Looks like the uh, best ad in the world. Yeah, I'm really learning a lot about lactation and fallopian tubes at this moment. (laughs) Oh, now there's a baby. Uh, Come on, go away. (laughs) Help, help, help! I'm being repressed. Uh, All right, something that works: acetaminophen. What is acetaminophen? It's in Tylenol. Yes. Yeah. It is the active ingredient, and or the the scientific name. The part that actually does the pain relief. Yeah. There is a physician's note that comes with the pills, if you read through all of the verbiage that comes with that. Oh, and I always do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Although the analgesic effect of acetaminophen is well established, the site and mode of action have not been clearly elucidated. What does that mean? I mean, it's It's very clear. They just don't know why. They don't know how it works. Mm -hmm. They know it works, but they don't know how or why. There are some guesses or some educated guesses. The most common explanation you'll likely get from a doctor is that it might block prostaglandins. You know, we were talking about those just the other day. The chemical messengers in the brain that let us know we're in pain. It also seems to be some evidence that it affects our serotonin levels. Serotonin commonly thought of as the happy hormone regulating mood disorders and helping us feel less anxious and depressed it actually has a role in a bunch of things, including sleep, regulating body heat, sex, and yes, pain. That'd be wild if that if it were if that were the case, because I just thought because you get it over the counter that it was just something simple, like it makes your blood thinner, <laughs> so then your blood makes you feel better. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It I goes mean, to honestly. Sor- <laughs> I thought it was um, little white squares that went to the source of the pain and then punched the pain. Yeah. Until it went away, because I saw that in the commercial. Yeah. yeah. In mm. a very schoolhouse rock yeah. looking. Yeah. I certainly would have never had any idea that the people who made it and have made it for like 90 years didn't know how it worked. Yeah. It, yeah it's I mean, I knew I didn't know how it worked, but didn't really care either. But it's probably one of the, they probably, I uh, guess, I don't know, this is going out there, but it might be one of those things where it's like tribes have eaten this plant for eons and Mm -hmm. it helped them with pain and then we went to the rainforest and then we took it now bear did there have been times where when i couldn't sleep i would just get up and take tylenol because my mom had told me to do that when i was like in high school i go we'll take a couple tylenol not tylenol pm but just regular tylenol and as i got older i always just assumed that assumed that that was um did it like a sugar pill because but it always worked i would do it and then i'd be like oh now i'm tired but um maybe there's some maybe it's a little of both uh, this text says it's the same with aspirin. They know it works, but they don't, do not know how or why. Why do people yawn? Isn't that a lack of oxygen to your brain? Maybe. Oh. They say they don't know. Uh, they've just woken up when we're bored or when we're about to start something new. You're probably yawning right now. It's contagious, so thinking about yawning mm-hmm. will make you yawn. I'm not going to do it. I almost but people who this. skydive... <laughs> have reported that they tend to yawn just before jumping. Hmm. Police officers have reported that they will yawn when about to 
confront a situation that has the potential to escalate. So it might just be a... Um, according to Adrian Gugisberg, a professor of clinical neuroscience at the University of Geneva, uh, you may have heard that it's due to the increase in oxygen levels in our blood to keep us alert, but that idea was debunked back in 1987 before Kelly was repeating it today. So nice job. <laughs> I thought you were right. So I, I'm totally kidding. Uh, when our body temperature is warmer, we feel tired and sleepy. It could be that evening yawns are triggered to try to antagonize sleep onset. So we yawn at night in an attempt to maintain some state of arousal or alertness. It's possible yawning doesn't have any physical effect at all. Another theory says it's more of a psycho- psychosocial phenomenon. There's some research to support this. Brain imaging has shown spikes in the empathy and social areas of people who watch someone else yawn. And we seem to catch yawning from more people doing it. I know I always had a really hard time getting all the way through the yawning book when I would read that to my kids. There's a, almost every time I start to read a book to my kids, even if it's like mm-hmm. one in the afternoon and I'm not remotely tired, by page two, I'm yawning. I mean, mm-hmm. it's strange. I think part of that, though, is, is you know, once you get to the 400th reading of said little Boynton Boy, book, that's, that's pretty not, boring. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, this text, our dog yawns when she gets excited about going for a car ride. That must be funny. I got to pay attention. I don't think um, I've noticed. Joe, no. you're our chief science advisor. Oh, yes. Especially in all things blood. This is not blood related. today. Oh, well, I don't know. Well, who knows if he knows. But can you explain glass? How glass holds itself together? How it exists? How it works for glasses? I mean, I know. Or bottles? I know that it's sand heated up to a certain degree and then shaped. But I don't know. All the things. Is glass <laughs> solid, liquid, or gas? Oh, I know the answer to this. Well, now it's making me think it's uh, it's solid. Glass is solid. Or uh, maybe on a molecular level, is it like liquid? Do you want to add one more? Or do you mean like liquid before it hardens? <laughs> say gas, too. Gas. All three. Pick one. Whatever. It's solid. It's solid. Steve, solid, liquid, or gas? It's obviously a solid. Kelly? Solid. Yeah, it sounds like it's obviously a solid, so therefore my gut's going to say go with liquid. It's it's definitively a liquid. Howing says it's definitively a liquid. If if a window, if you you look at a really old window, you'll notice that you can see where it's sagged down and like the bottom will be thicker than the top. I have a couple windows Mm. like that in my house. Oh, dang. Glass is actually an incredibly slow-moving liquid rather than a solid is one theory, which would certainly raise questions around how glass from around three and a half million years ago can look so unmelty. But in fact, glass is a solid Oh, but a particularly Snap. weird Damn. one. Give it up. See, for I the didn't solids. let him trick me. He tried to trick me, and I didn't let him. I know. I didn't try to trick anybody. Uh-huh. I asked you all a question. Now you asked me a question that seemed obvious. He tricked me, <laughs> making me think. Oh, it's it's not that obvious. It's a type of solid that scientists call an amorphous solid. That means its molecules are all disorganized. Yeah. Like you'd expect to see in a liquid rather than in a regular crystalline structure. It's chaos. So in a crystalline structure, <laughs> chaos. the cells are lined up in rows, yeah. almost like a classroom. <laughs> but in an amorphous structure, like what they're talking about, it'd be like the same people that are in a classroom, 
not in seats, but just standing around near a stage for a performer. Different spaces between different and people. And is that why you're able to see through it? That I don't know. I think that might be why you get this the creep like you're talking about. The creep. But the d- deepest and most interesting unsolved problem in solid state theory is probably the theory of nature of glass and glass transition. So it I might thought- not be a solid. It's going to be a gas. Um, the question basically is what happens when a fluid becomes glass? How the molecules can be seem to be arranged like a liquid but have the solid and what stops them from settling into a standard solid form? They don't know. So they don't know. Okay. All My right. brain hurts. So the um, the debate continues. Yes. It does. Scientists also cannot understand how we can ride a bike or have a butt. That's the end of the science talk. <laughs> have a butt. That's what it says. Or why we can't explain why we can ride a bike? I didn't. Uh, I didn't have time to read the full paragraph on those two, so you'll have to work on that one on your own. But just be lucky you have a butt that we can gotta, ride a bike. We got to come back to that later. Have to. We got to. We got to break it down. Idiots get access to the podcast segment seventeen and watch the webcams. You can be an idiot too. Sign up at freebeerandhotwings.com.